Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. Hey, Spooksters, and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely gal pal, Jessica. Hey! So we are here tonight to do something a little different, because when this is coming at you, we're still on vacation mode. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to do something a little fun, short, sweet, easy, along with our The Act episodes we have for you. So I went and chose a another choose your path choose your adventure whichever you want to call it horror story and jessica has no idea the premise of this so she's about to find out with you guys i i don't but i'm excited yes but before we get into that as always you can head to our show notes jump on that link tree link and you can find all of our social medias there along with our patreon our audible and all of that good stuff save some money support our show if you'd like to all the fun shenanigans all the shenanigans. Uh, all the shenanigans. <laughs> and um, let's see, what are you drinking tonight? Well, you know, it's it's starting to be summer and I'm in vacation mode and, you know, drinking my trusty Tito's and lemonade. Well, there you go. There you go. What are you drinking? I have a bottle that I picked up of just a barefoot wine. It's a Pinot Noir. Just wanted something a little red, a little bit on the drier side. So that's what I am drinking tonight. Every time anyone says Pinot Noir, I automatically think of the song from Kimmy Schmidt. So that's where my head is right now. (laughs) You're so fucking welcome. Just like last time, I went on Wattpad and looked for a Choose Your Adventure story. We had a lot of fun and you guys seemed to really like it last time and it was easy to navigate through. So we decided to go with that. I'm going to do my best this time not to kill us right away. Yeah. Like, I'm going to work really hard at that, guys, because last time I made, like, the very first choice, I killed us all. <laughs> yep, we are going to try. And this one was super popular. I'm actually looking at the rankings now. I just read the, like, premise, and I was like, okay, cool. It is called Can You Survive? Interactive Horror Story. It has 123,000 reads, 3.3 thousand votes. Wow. And it's... Rated number one interactive. Okay. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Hell yeah. This is written by Morky Lover. Okay. (laughs) And (laughs) the little description here for you. So last one was spooky. This one's going to dip into the true crime a little bit for you. A rampant serial killer is on the loose. Where do you go? What weapon do you bring? Who do you trust? The choice is yours. If you read this, which I'll link it, of course, in the show notes, it has like a little instructions on how to go about reading it, which it's similar to the last one we did. It's like you pick A, B, or C, and then you go to like whatever, you know, page it tells you to go to mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's super straightforward. So that's what I liked about these. So we will go ahead and continue on to get started. Yay! Woohoo. Okay, so start here. Here we are. Your dad boasts from the driver's side of his beat up Ford pickup truck. You climb out of the vehicle and surveyed the rather large colonial-style house. Contrast to the ratty old car that lie idle in the driveway, the house was of perfect condition with a beautiful exterior. 
How your father was able to afford such an expensive house in this affluent neighborhood was beyond you. And as if your father could read your mind, he responded with, I know, but hey, we got her out of steel. The owners were literally giving this place away at that price. Uh Uh-oh. That's always the first sign of trouble. (laughs) I bought it for so much less. Like, think about every movie. Like, right now I'm thinking about American Horror Story. And they're like, we got it for, like, literally pennies on the dollar. Mm Mm-hmm. Curious, you wanted to ask how much the place actually cost, but you knew how much your father struggled financially after the divorce, so you decided against it. You grab the last of your belongings and head straight into the house. The rooms in the hallway look nearly identical, making it difficult to navigate the big empty house. After spending about 10 minutes searching the house and trying to memorize the layout, you gave up and found the room which contained all your boxes in bed. Content with the size of the room and the closet, you decided to officially make this your room. Your dad was outside meeting the neighbors due to the fact that your siblings were in college and you were bored out of your mind. It was around dusk, so going out and exploring was not an option. Instead, you took out your phone and opened a wonderful app called Wattpad. (laughs) Funny plug right there. I know. I was like, hmm, did they write this? (laughs) Right? A yawn escaped your lips. You put down your phone and look at the time. Three more hours had passed since you barely even noticed. Not again. Damn fan fiction. Strange. After so many hours, you think your dad would have came up and said something, or at least bring some food. Like any other normal teenager in this situation, you went downstairs to get something to eat. You walked down the wooden stairs and made it to the living area. Hey, Dad, I'm hungry. The room was deserted, so you checked another room. And then another. And then another. Uh, Dad? Suddenly, you started getting anxiety about the fact that your dad left you alone in a new home at night. Dad! But to no avail, no response. Trying to calm yourself down, you rationalize a list of reasons that would explain his absence. Maybe he's getting pizza, or maybe he's at a neighbor's house. In your attempt to put your nerves to the rest of your subconscious, you walked into the kitchen. A smile crossed your lips after you realized where you ended up. Jackpot. Food, food, food. All worries about your MIA dad were pushed to the far side of your brain when you saw that the stainless steel refrigerator. But before you opened it up, you saw a note that was left by your dad. I went to the store to pick up some groceries. Don't worry, I'll be back shortly. I was going to tell you, but I know how you get when you're interrupted when you're reading fan fiction. (laughs) There was something different about the handwriting. You couldn't really pinpoint it, but it just looked off. The words looked like it was written in a hurry, so the font was small. You nearly had to squint to read it. You ignored all of this because of your growing hunger. But before you could open the fridge, a knock sounded off from the front door. Do you open it or ignore it and continue to hunt for your food? What are we doing, Jess? Part of me is like, open the door because that's the nice thing to do. But then, Mm -hmm. you know, the fat ass inside of me is like, get the food. Right? (laughs) Let's do get the food. Okay. Fudge that. I'm starving, you said as you opened the fridge door. Nothing. Figures. That explains why your dad went to the store. Speaking of your dad, you wondered if that was him at the door. But that couldn't be because your dad should have a key. The stranger still kept knocking. You had to give the guy credit. He was a persistent one. The knocking continued putting you on the edge. This, however, did not stop your quest to find food. Go away! I have a gun! You threatened while looking through the pantry. Dude, someone's hostile. Right? The threat wasn't entirely fake since your dad did keep a gun. But you weren't entirely sure where it was now after all the commotion from moving and the location of the gun was the least of your worries at the moment. Bingo. Just when you thought all hope was lost, you spotted some bananas. You eyed those bananas like a hunter eyed its prey. Satisfied with your hunt, you decided to go upstairs and eat your bounty. That is, until the fucker started knocking again. What do you do? Go upstairs and wait for the guy to go away? Or answer the door? Upstairs. 
So we are going to go upstairs and wait for him to go away. So you had enough of whoever was knocking this late. Instead, you decided to ignore this jerk and drown out (laughs) over some music. Maybe I should call the police, you thought. But since you lived on the outskirts of a big city, the police would take at least half an hour to get there. Even more so, since you weren't in any real danger, by the time they came, he'd be gone. So you dived into your food, and then you turned on some music on your phone. An Amber Alert popped up on your phone saying that a dangerous serial killer was on the loose and that the police advised everybody to stay inside. You couldn't read the rest of the report because 20% battery warning flashed on your screen. You combated the problem by closing some apps and dimming the phone's brightness. There. The knock finally ceased, so your worries stopped as well. Finally. You began to doze off until you heard movement downstairs. To confirm this, you turned off your music and waited. You heard the sound continue and began to sweat in fear. Decision time. Check to see who it is or stay upstairs where it's safe. Let's go see who it is. Check to see who that was. You grabbed your big boy pants and snuck down the stairs. From the safety of your little hideout near the stairs, you began to look for the source of the noise. You almost gave up thinking the noise was just a figment of of your imagination until you saw a woman standing in your living room. She looked around, searching for God knows what. Hello? I'm just trying to help. You froze on the spot. I'm not an intruder. Please, I know you're here. Do you respond or run back to your room and hide under the covers? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Is that my house? Are you yeah. Home? Fuck. Hold I think. On. Oh, God. Hold on. You can choose what you want, but I think we should talk to this bitch because she already saw you. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, Respond. So you should leave the um, the doorbell yeah. part in. I am. <laughs> so for you listeners who um, heard the doorbell and us panic, it was my husband being weird. We're okay. We're okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't die. I'm here. <laughs> I'm back. Okay. So we're going to respond. Yes. Excuse me? You answer boldly. Who are you and what are you doing in my house? You walk towards her and try to be a little more intimidating. The woman's face was tear-stained, leaving her with red puffy eyes. Upon further observation, you saw that the woman was in her mid to late 20s, which strangely to you made her seem more trustworthy. I just wanted to help. I'm your neighbor, Lizbeth, but we need to leave now. Lizbeth? Mm-mm. Never trust a bitch with the name Lizbeth. As trust- Oh my god, he scared me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, God. I hope you know that's staying, too. It should. I, I should have I creeped up behind you. Like sh- I had no clue. The only reason I knew you were in here is she said. What did you, you said? Like, oh, just, I don't know. I just said, like, he's there or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's all she said was, like, oh, you can't hear her. Um, She's like, he's there. And we're, like, talking about a serial killer. Like, <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> Get out! Get out of my office! 
Okay. All right. We're going to do that part over again, guys, because, um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not okay. <laughs> as trustworthy as she may seem, you knew well enough not to take off with strangers. I'm sorry, but I'm afraid I have to ask you to leave. There's somebody in your house. Please come with me now. We don't have much time left. Yeah, it's you, bitch. <laughs> do you let her stay or kick her out? Kick her out. Kick her out. You grab the stranger by the shoulders and start pushing her out the door. I'm sorry, but you're going to have to leave. The girl started going batshit crazy, shouting so much you could barely make out what she was saying. But for a few seconds, you almost feel bad for her. But then you snap back to your senses. But nothing! You raised your voice, closing the door in her face. Finally, she was gone. You could actually get some sleep now. As you were about to turn around to walk into something. No. Someone. The police found your corpse with a single deep slit in your throat. Estimated time of death, 1027. The end. (laughs) I killed us. Aww. Again. Womp womp. So that's okay, but I'm looking at these comments and a couple people have died multiple times. So I will go ahead. And like I said, I will put this in the comments. We can see if you will survive the serial killer. We kind of gave you a little help, I guess, for letting you know that Lizbeth is not full of shit. Or is she? Because, you know, it could be like the strangers where she's in on it. Totally. You never know. You never fucking know. But yeah, that's just a quick little fun serial killer horror story thing that I thought would be cool for us to do for you guys and there was some extra jump scares thanks Thomas <laughs> my husband is going to be beaten with an inch of his life later uh, um that was like the most fucked up shit he's to pulled in a while like oh god and it was like perfect timing cuz he had no clue like spooksters you don't understand my husband loves to do shit like that mm-hmm. loves it if he can make me like freak out He'll do it. He's the type of person who's like, oh, I'm going to go to the dumpster like before we go. So he's like, I'll meet you at the car. And he doesn't go to the dumpster. He hides in the fucking bushes on the other side of my house. (laughs) So that way, when I walk past him, he jumps out at me. And I know this. And yet every time I know, I still scream. Oh, I fucking love it. But yeah, um, so this is actually going to be going up right at the when we're wrapping up saying our goodbyes after our little weekend together. So we will see what kind of shenanigans pop up for you guys. We, uh, I guess can't be like, what do you want? Because guess what? It'll have already fucking happened. So yeah, just keep an eye on socials. Keep an eye on Instagram, Facebook. Yes. For any replays. Because at this point, it's too late for you to keep an eye on it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, guys. My, I'm a little frazzled. Okay. Fuck. Um, It happens. You know. It'll be all good. There'll be some fun stuff. And then for patrons, um, we got, we're going to be doing, we got some fun plans. So I, I got my vlogging camera. I think Jess has a vlogging camera. So there might be something up for Patreon peeps. I do. I'm excited. Yeah. And maybe we'll, uh, we'll have a live up too. That if you missed it, you can watch the replay. We'll see. We'll see what we got planned. We'll see. We're playing it by ear. We don't even know what we're doing yet, guys. So yeah. we're just, <laughs> you know. Very true. So yeah, that will wrap it up for today. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we will catch you on Thursday for the next episode of The Act. So we hope you are enjoying that series. And yeah, we will talk to you then. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Bye.
Hi, I'm Vanessa, and I'm the host of Fabled, a bi-weekly podcast that explores mysteries, legends, lore, ghosts, and fairy tales. Investigation of these tales of woe often reveal grim details that have been long hidden in dark corners of history. Every story is a mix of both fact and fiction, and so are the episodes. Look for me anywhere you listen to podcasts, and say hello on social media at Fable Collective. So go ahead, settle in. I want to tell you a story, and then maybe I'll tell you the truth.